Welcome to Bookish Podcast with Caffanel, a podcast about books ish. A quick disclaimer before we start there may be some spoilers, so please save the episode for later if you don't want any. And also, please follow us on social at We Are Bookish Pod. We hope you enjoy. Spice up your life, everybody, every girl, spice up your life, people in the world, spice up your life. Slowly, very good. Sorry, I just wanted to get that out. Brilliant. I really enjoyed that. Thank, thank you a lot. You know, I've had in my head all week. What? I'm going to say it now. It's going to be a oh, little mix, sweet melody. Right. Right. Every day, all day, on repeat. Didn't realize you were a little mix fan, honey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, come on now. I, I like. I don't know why I don't just be like, yeah, I like little mix because I do. Uh, little mix are I, great. I feel like are. we should give them more credit. Well, they are. And you know, when I took my sister, not my sister, my cousin. Oh yeah, you saw the, them, didn't you? I took my friend as well. It really was just me, more about me going to see them than you were so buzzed when you got those tickets. Like I, I actually have never seen anyone so buzzed about winning raffle. Oh, I know. I miss those raffles. I, I miss, miss those, those tickets, raffles. guys. We used to get um, if we oh, what the hell is that? What did I just kill? Oh no, not for my bugs. Um, when we were. Uh, before COVID, we had a box at the O2, and if they weren't entertaining clients, they used to raffle the tickets off to 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 the employees um, if they were available. And so, yeah, we've been to plenty of gigs in our time and our lovely little box, and we're we're missing yeah, out. Yeah, I've been to what two? I went to see Kaiser Chiefs and Razorlight. That was sick. That was really uh, sick. Yeah, is that in the O2 box? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then also Jack Whitehall, which was actually the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Like oh, his, really? his live show was just like just bizarre. <laughs> there you know, was, like so much going on. <laughs> you know, I feel like when you go to comedy shows, it almost needs to be in like a more intimate setting. Yeah, agreed. I don't, also, yeah. it was like a, it was like a show and comedy. Like it was really. I mean, it was quite good. Like it was. It, I mean. A free ticket I'm not complaining you know but um no, yeah yeah I saw Mo Gilligan is it Mo Gilligan and Friends that's going to be at the O2 in December and I was like oh god damn if we oh. if we could have that box I'd totally be down to well, they, they, they would be hot it? tickets I reckon they probably gave that up yeah I reckon so so but yes uh Little Mix has been in my head for like and it's going to be in my head now this whole recording but when I was looking at our analytics on Spotify because <laughs> you can see like based on who's been listening to our podcast and like the artists they listen to little mix is now there that's definitely me <laughs> that's you yeah that is you <laughs> At least what was it for me the other day red hot chili peppers or something i think so yeah, yeah. i could tell like, you what's oh someone's on. listening to red hot chili peppers i was like that's definitely definitely me <laughs> taylor swift is always there that is not me that, that is, is you love also me <laughs> like listen yeah it's you or somebody else. It's you and the people that listen, because that's not me. Currently, it's all pop. So it's uh, Taylor Swift, Rihanna, One Direction, Little Mix, and ABBA. One Direction? ABBA? Yeah. Interesting. Come on, guys. Yeah. Tell us tell us what you're listening to. So we tell can us identify. what you're listening to. Yeah, we're interested to hear, guys. If you're listening to us on Spotify, who are the artists that you enjoy listening to? Uh, we'd, I'm curious to know, because Taylor Swift is always you. there. I bet you anything, Abba is Catherine. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. She loves hey, Sweden. Catherine. <laughs> hey, Catherine. Hey. <laughs> I want to know who One Direction is. Well, it's not me. That one's it's definitely not me, not me. either. It, it, I draw the line. Uh, Rihanna would normally be me, but I haven't listened to much Rihanna lately. None of these artists are me specifically, to be honest, apart from maybe a little bit. Said I always be your friend. Oh, last night. So I went out last night. Well, I say out. <laughs> <laughs> a gathering with six people we're all with six um, yeah, we still and... have the restrictions guys some yeah yeah, yeah. and someone was like oh what's your karaoke song and then we went around the room and everyone said the karaoke song and I panicked I don't yeah. do karaoke I can't sing so I panicked and was like JBT if you got the money 
<laughs> everyone else was like really classic like um teenage dirtbag you know like really classic um karaoke songs and I was like Jamie T <laughs> and <everyone> was like, what <laughs> they're like uh-huh sure but to be fair I do know every word to that song so I could sing it to you now if you wanted but I won't I won't subject you to that (laughs) I actually don't know what my karaoke song would be Isla I yeah yeah because in my head I'm like oh it would be like Dolly Parton and Jolene but then I don't think it is that so (laughs) I don't think I'm stuck yeah get get back to me we'll let you we'll let you know but speaking of ABBA just quickly the Eurovision is tonight it is so exciting <laughs> I'm not um, gonna watch it. I'm going out for dinner. I'm going to a Lebanese <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Fun. Yeah, my friend texted me. She was like, "You free on Saturday for dinner?" I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Great." I've booked this restaurant at eight pm, and I was like, "Oh, cool, efficient. I like it." <laughs> See you later. I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you just assumed I was free. Yeah, I, I know. I was like, "What does that say about me?" I was like, "I'm free." <laughs> uh no I my sister was like I realized the Eurovision was on tonight and so she she cancelled her plans she's gonna be in watching love it love it little Eurovision Uh, party apparently my brother's uh, having a Eurovision party like just him and his girlfriend but yeah I love the Eurovision it's just fantastic tv and there's always like one breakout like my favorite song came out of Sweden it was Lorem oh is that her name she sang the song Euphoria brilliant song I'll play that later. Okay, honey, I look forward to that. But before before the Eurovision happens, we have Lorene. a whole... Loreen, Loreen. There we go. Lorene. Oh. I want to get that right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so we can talk about The Flat Share, which is possibly my favourite book in the whole world. So I'm very excited about this episode. Big statement. Big statement. I, I, it's not my favourite book. I did like it, but yeah. Yeah, okay. It, I mean... <laughs> My favourite romance novel. But also, the One Day is, like, really close to it, so I'm not sure. I, it's a tough competition. I think I might reread both of them and then decide. Have, like, a, a competition, a standoff between the two. And oh, decide. I, I, I would say, for me, of the two, I'd probably pick One Day. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. But the thing is, I haven't read One Day since like for ages since you read it and I keep yeah I keep saying I'm gonna reread it so maybe I'll reread it and then decide because one day is brilliant but the flat share is also brilliant so basically the flat share if you haven't read it but there will be spoilers as always um is brilliant it's by Beth O'Leary and she has got two other books out one's called The Switch and one's called The Road Trip we've both read The Switch and we both really rated it not quite as much as The Flat Share and I have the road trip literally next to me right now. But it's a massive hardback, so I haven't got around to reading it yet. Um, but we, we're we big fans of Beth O'Leary, aren't we? Yes, I enjoyed both books, both The Switch and The Flat Share. I preferred The Flat Share more than The Switch. Um, but I've, I think for the genre and what you are, I think they're perfectly fine books. I really enjoyed them. Yeah. They're cute cute yeah so the blurb for the flat share is tiffy moore needs a cheap flat and fast leon works nights and needs cash their friends think they're crazy but it's the perfect solution leon occupies the one bed flat while tiffy's at work in the day and she has the run of the place the rest of the time but with obsessive ex-boyfriends demanding clients at work wrongly imprisoned brothers and of course the fact that they still haven't met yet they're about to discover that if you want the perfect home you need to throw the rule book out the window I imaginarily threw the rule book out of the window. Yeah, I wondered what you were doing then. (laughs) I was just like, I'm just going to leave her to that. (laughs) We're going to rip it up and throw it out the window. No rules here. Bye. Bye. Um, But yeah, so basically, the big, like the whole, the big different part what's what's the word like the unique bit about this book is like the living situation mm-hmm. so they share a flat they share a bed like they have there's a one-bedroom flat and she's there in the nighttime and he's there during the day and I think at the weekends he goes to his girlfriend's to start off with doesn't he or like yeah and his mum's or whatever um yeah. 
because he needs money. She is in a flat with her ex-boyfriend and he lets her live there, but then he gets a new girlfriend and he's horrible. He's like quite abusive and stuff. So she needs somewhere to live. And then, yeah, this seemingly far-fetched, but actually, if you think about renting in London, not that far-fetched situation happens. I would also like to say it is not far-fetched really because I've done this in real life <laughs> I've actually well, not quite out. the same <laughs> not quite the same I didn't fall in love with the person that I shared a room with but I have to oh, you saying you're not in love with Tara <laughs> I don't, don't lo- I love you Tara you know you're my girl she was my work <laughs> wife I but I have lived in a situation where we shared a room and we shared a bed like it and we did that for like almost two years go on explain the situation <laughs> so when I lived in Australia there was no reason for it either so but when I lived in Sydney um hey Taru hey girl hey girl how are you going she's like one of my dearest friends um and she's just written a book by the way guys it's called Girl she Get has. the Wine it's really good it's really good if you want to hear some really hilarious tales about dating in London you absolutely need to go pick it up and you can I laughed out loud Amazon. on the first page so like yeah it's good and it was good for, it was fun for me to like relive some of the things that where now that are now in writing that now in prose because I was there for a lot of it it's like loosely <laughs> based on her experiences but yeah anyway I digress I lived with um my girl and we we worked with actually we worked with each other and the, it, the arrangement was that we were going to find a room that we could share for like a month um me for two weeks her for a month and then we we're gonna go go our separate ways so I was gonna go live with some other people but we had so much fun in those two weeks so I went off to Byron but I was going off to Byron Bay after two weeks and then when I and then coming back to Sydney living with somebody else was going to live with someone else but we had so much fun we were like ah oh, fuck it let's just keep doing this and Stephen didn't mind hi Stephen Stephen is was the <laughs> landlord he was our living landlord but he didn't live there all the time he went to Hungary maybe like six months of the year so um we were us two in this two-bedroom flat with our little dog Cujo and Stephen did say to us if when he was away in Hungary we could go stay one of us could have his bedroom but it it smelled like dog and we didn't want to um (laughs) dog was super the dog was super scary basically Um, it was the dog's room (laughs) it was the the dog's room (laughs) and Stephen just lived in it (laughs) but we had such a good time and I we had such a good time I couldn't think of like a better housemate I've not had a better housemate since and uh and it always worked out like everyone was like but what if you had like guys over and stuff like that and I'm just like it always worked out because we'd either like go to the guy's house or their car or (laughs) that's not her that was me um or uh or like it it always worked out and like I wasn't there all (laughs) the time I went farming for a little bit um and then she had for boyfriend for a little bit but she was at his it always worked out and um so it does happen it can happen. It was cheap rent. I think I spent like a hundred dollars a week sharing that room. They like our landlord gave us a car. I just like. Do you know what? That's a bad one, isn't it? Yeah. Like renting in cities like that is just so expensive. Like every time I pay my rent, my eyes water and my heart breaks in half. Like I just, it's really I just, expensive. it's quite. A, it's quite a tempting situation. <laughs> it's not like uncommon as well. I mean, okay, us sharing a bed was a little bit like unusual but in when you're backpacking and stuff it's not uncommon to share a room with like three other people yeah. in bunks because you're trying to save money so that's exactly. exactly what you're going to do it's only like sharing a room with a with a sibling when you're younger or whatever basically yeah I'll share my room I don't with know, my like, sister. yeah I'd, I'd be fine to share a room but like I think I would struggle if like if they snored or something <laughs> yeah I'm not sure <laughs> Just because I like my sleep. <laughs> I mean, we made it through two years. I can't say that that went without snoring. I'm sure it definitely did. Apparently, but, um... I snored the other day. I was really upset by this. I didn't. Re- I thought I'd gotten away with like not being a snorer, but apparently, the other day I snored. Oh, I was really sad about it. 
It's not that there's anything wrong with it, but like I just thought because I know I sleep, I talk in my sleep, so I was like, okay, well, I talk in my sleep, I don't snore. (laughs) Now, apparently, I do both. So it's the stigma around snoring, though, isn't there? It's like which is really unfair because it's just not that person's fault. Like you can't do anything about it. Like it's just sleep. (laughs) It's really, it's really sad. Anyway, yeah, justice for the snorers. That was like the odd living situation I had, which was perfectly fine. Um, but it does exist. People do do that. And like with Leon, we worked opposite shifts. Like, so it worked out. We did work together, but yeah, we both had like three jobs. So we weren't rarely in the house. We rarely slept. I didn't sleep for two years. Well, I haven't quite had anything that wild. I did have a flatmate once who liked to clean my room, which sounds sounds like a good thing. But one time I got home from work and she had tidied my underwear drawer. And I was like, no, (laughs) this is not a thing anymore. I was like, please, can you not go in my room anymore? (laughs) Did people have tidy underwear drawers? Well, first of all, I didn't, obviously, because I'm a messy person. (laughs) But like, also, no, (laughs) like, that's, 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 don't do that. Obviously, like, like I um, think she thought she was being nice, but I was like, this is very much overstepping the line and I would like you to stop. <laughs> she just like your briefs from your thongs, your bralettes from your bras, <laughs> crop tops. I mean, <laughs> all like, lightly folded, ironed. <laughs> I don't know. Do people iron their underwears? I think. Oh my God. Apparently my nan irons her socks. Well, used to. Oh. Yeah, I think it was her socks. She owns her socks. Sorry, like that. Do you Maybe iron your bed sheets? No. I ask you because I, <laughs> I saw a tweet from Tolly on Twitter yesterday, and she was just like, "There's lots of things I would do, but I draw a line at ironing my my bed sheets." <laughs> and I was like, "People iron their bed sheets, but my mum actually irons her pillowcases. That's a thing." Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't even own an iron. I'm not I'm gonna be really real with you right now. I don't I don't have an iron. <laughs> Which I do need one, you know, for the odd shirt that needs ironing, but I do not iron my clothes. <laughs> I used to iron my dad's shirts when I was younger and I got like oh. money per shirt. I think I got like fifty P a shirt. Love which that. was good money, you know. But you had to get all the creases that like, you had to do the collars and everything. <laughs> it's a good skill to, it's actually a really good skill to have. So like fair play to your your rents for from my pocket money <laughs> <laughs> <Buy> books <laughs> but anyway back to the flat share <laughs> yeah um yeah so I mean the book is about the living situation but basically what happens is they living together and then <clears throat> they randomly one day meet by accident because Tiffy is really hung over really late so she just like gets up and she's like all in her like night like the clothes that she was wearing the night before I think she's I think she specifically says she was in her going out underwear and then she like goes into the shower and he's in the shower and then they're just both there like shit because <laughs> he's naked and she's in her underwear and then that's how they meet that's their that's their meet cute but I like and we talked about meet cutes before when we were talking about like to all the boys and it's just such a staple of the genre it's so nice to have one where it's like something memorable like yeah because a lot of the time before then so before they even get to that they they write letters to each other they write notes so the situation is that they're never supposed to meet really and even before they even before he like he doesn't he's not even the one that bets her out it's Kay his girlfriend at the time who bets her she's like I don't want you meeting her she she has some concerns which is fair because yeah. it is a bit of a weird situation to, yeah to someone's in. some other girl is sharing your boyfriend's bed like yeah I don't know <laughs> yeah so she bets her out and stuff they never actually really meet up until that point but they exchange notes and it's a case of like oh I've made some food it's going spare have some and then it progressively gets more detailed and they move on to other things and other subjects but and then and then it's like oh we're becoming friends and then I think there's they sort of miss each other at certain points because I remember there's this whole thing in the hospital where Leon is like avoiding her he knows she's there and he sort of avoids her because he's like not ready to meet her so it was it was nice to have this meet cute be that Obviously, 
something so ridiculous like her getting up late, which is very tiffy, I think. Yeah, she's a bit of a mess, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> and then and then she opens the shower curtain and they're just staring and then they're like, oh shit, I shouldn't be looking. Oh my God, can you even imagine? <laughs> so awkward. I've never had anything like that, I don't think. No, neither, I don't think. Thank God. <laughs> but like the post-it notes are super, super cute. I think there's one bit when he's like, oh, I found a post-it note like in my... Like, it was, like, tucked in his sleeve or something. And he's, like, must check for post-it notes before I leave the house. Like, this is a bit ridiculous. But, like, the post-it notes they leave for each other are super cute. And then, like, I guess, like, so the book is split. So it's, like, her perspective and his perspective. And then you've also got the post-it notes. And there's also some letters. We'll get to that subplot in a minute. Um, But I think the different writing styles for each of those things is, like, really what makes the book. Because you've got, like... Leon's really short and like his chapters are really short his sentences are short and then Tiffy's are more like detailed and then you've got obviously the communication through the post-it notes like yeah I think it's like an insight into their personalities because Tiffy's very like I'm going to I talk a lot I'm very open I'm big bubbly personality and I think Leon is maybe a little bit more reserved a bit more sensitive maybe not as open as Tiffy in the beginning I think she brings she brings that out in him a lot yeah yeah I think so it's cute it's just it's just cute (laughs) of course there's a barrier before they meet that he has a girlfriend do you know what that's so common in a rom-com as well isn't it Mm. that like somebody is in a relationship that's not right for them and there's all the like because like Kay is obviously like it's obvious that they're not right for each other really yeah she like kind of demands him to be like awake but he's working night shifts and then like it's just just not really fitting with each other are they also Um, like the big thing for them was that she didn't believe that Richie and I guess we'll get to that as well because it's like one of the other like subplots in the book is in prison that's his brother and she doesn't believe that he's innocent and that's so important to Leon yeah that she believes it even if he's in there and he might not get out that that she believes in Richie and believes that he's innocent is such a big thing for him and she just doesn't which is sad and I I guess like Tiffy does and Tiffy helps yeah so the basically the subplot that goes along with their like love story and whatever um is that she gets her friend Gertie as um a lawyer and she gets Gertie to take his case right um so there's yeah. like letters that go back and forth about that um because he's like been I can't remember what he's in prison for but basically he didn't do it um so I don't know if it was like GBH or something like that yeah I think oh I couldn't remember I can't yeah I can't remember what he, but yeah so he, he didn't do it and then yeah and then at the end like uh the end of it when her exo um Tiffy's ex-boyfriend Justin is a complete arsehole and he turns up at the flat and like Richie like gets rid of him <laughs> just love that just like just like I can imagine just like this big man just picking him up and just like putting him down and it, you know like when it's like he's got him at the scruff of his neck and he's just like oh put me down put me down you know, yeah like, scrappy do yeah I can just imagine he's a bit like scrappy do with Richie like and Richie's supposed to be like quite tall and quite like yeah, I don't know. Massively. Uh, yeah. Attractive, I think, is the word you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to be like big and tall and like he doesn't look like the younger brother, but he is the younger brother. Just that kind of yeah. stuff. Um Yeah. Because that's why he that's why Leon needs extra cash, isn't it? Actually, at that point. Um, so that he can pay for a lawyer to get him out. So it's all like I like that I like that part of the book. I think it gave the book a bit more substance rather than just like just a love story, you know? Yeah, and it was nice as well to see Tiffy build that relationship with Richie. It's like all of these like um subplots bring out uh more of the characters' personalities. Like, I think mm. it opens more bonds. It's it's the kind of things that help bring these two characters together, right? Because I feel like if Tiffy didn't make a friendship via Richie then maybe Leon wouldn't have been so quick to recognize that he liked her maybe that that 
if that hadn't happened, maybe they wouldn't be together. Um, yeah. That kind of stuff. And I also, guess the like, characterization of all of the characters is really strong. Like, not just Tiffy and Leon, but also, like, Richie and Gertie and Mo and Rachel and all the other characters. <laughs> Gertie and Mo make me laugh because they are Tiffy's friends. They are very vocal about everything, really. I think, <laughs> is it Gertie? Gertie's, Gertie's the lawyer, isn't she? Gertie's yes. the lawyer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's she's not shy about holding anything back or telling you what she thinks. But then, um, when when it came to her and Mo being in this like secret relationship, which was <laughs> very obvious. Yeah, it's so bait. <laughs> it was so. <laughs> it was very obvious. Um, it, that that was probably like, the one thing that she held back on, which I thought was quite an interesting like character point. Like, is in yeah. I'm going to tell you everything about everything you should be doing, but I'm going to tell you nothing about me because this is got this is what I'm going to keep for me and yeah. for Mo. But that, that Tiffy good. didn't suss that. I suppose she had lots of other things going on. But I was like, come on, girl, your friends are sleeping with each other. Yeah, yeah, it was really obvious. <laughs> like, like, up, but I don't know why it was a secret. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I never really understood that because yeah. I don't think it would have threatened anything really. Oh, um, do Gertie and Rachel get on? I think there's a bit of tension because I think Rachel's a bit more like they're very different friends. But actually, yes. I think that is quite believable, though. Like you do have friends that are really different and you need different friends. Like if all your friends were the same, we wouldn't need them all. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's like in Ghosts, right? Like when you have yeah. um, the, the two I've forgotten their names, all of their names in Ghosts, but the main character has two best friends and one is her work best friend and one is her life best friend and her life best friend is on a very different track to her work best friend and it's it's like that. Yeah. That kind of Isn't thing. Isn't it Catherine and Lola were her friends? No? Yes. yes also, so. can we talk about Catherine's being in books and the name, the spelling? There's a Catherine in this book and the spelling is K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N or something, isn't it? K-A-T-E-R-I-N. No, hold on, I wrote it down. Yeah, without an E. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm just like actually fully offended by that. Like I'm really offended by it. Catherine. <laughs> and it like stops no like It's like they've spelled the it wrong. Obviously I know she hasn't, that's how she intended to spell it, but everyone spells my name wrong like... all the time. What's the correct spelling of Catherine, Catherine? Um, K A T H A R I N E. There we go. But you're not biased, <laughs> no. are you? <laughs> Actually, I have the wrong. Well, not the wrong spelling, but the, the unusual spelling, which is why everyone spells it wrong. Thanks, mum and dad, for that one. <laughs> I'm sure it might or Catherine... not. Yeah. What? What are you going to say? So you've got Catherine with a K, Catherine with a C. Like... Yeah, and then you've got Catherine with an A or an E. And also you can have R-Y-N, which I actually really like that spelling, R-Y-N. Oh. Like, yeah. So, you know, th- my name's so versatile, Ellie. <laughs> Would you choose that? Would you choose R-Y-N over yeah, maybe, K-A-T-A? You know. Maybe. But also I do like the A because it just upsets people because they can't quite get their head around it. Like, I'm like, it's K-A... And, and, no, do you know what you, when you have to spell your name to someone, like you're like oh it's Catherine with a K like, Catherine with a K or a C I'm like a K and also an A and they just look at me and I'm like K-A-T-H-A-R-I-N-E and they're like oh right no. <laughs> they just can't get their head around it I'm like it's not that hard <laughs> but anyway I digress <laughs> hit me up if you spell your name the same way as me we can be friends automatically it's like Catherine Hepburn thought... spells it is she huh? yeah. is she oh yeah um so there you go anyway uh <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> ellie's like shut up gabriel no, no, no. like, like i know i've known plenty of leanne's in my time in my life and they, they all have been very different spellings like l-i-a l-e-a l-e-i-g-h hyphen a double n that's another e. name that can be started in very many 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 ways yeah so yeah. there you go there you go there you go. Um, but yeah, I guess I digressed slightly there, which <laughs> you keep doing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think in general, the book's just, oh, it's just a great little, great little romance. I love a romance story. We've talked about this before, haven't we? Like when we talked about it to all the boys, 
I loved before and like romantic films and stuff like my favorite films are like serendipity you've got mail soups in seattle that kind of vibe where like they have like an interesting story actually this book is like kind of like in a way a bit like you've got mail because they send each other notes and they don't actually meet and they're actually they keep like missing each other and they work in the same industry and they keep missing each other Um, these guys don't work in the same industry though they just no i know no i know but like they have the (laughs) the common thing yeah. yeah. Which is the one you haven't seen? That you Still keep... haven't seen it. Sorry. What, You've Got Mail? <laughs> Which one is the one that I keep... No, I have seen You've Got Mail. It's Sleepers in Seattle I haven't seen. It's one <laughs> of the two that I keep mixing up. If you if you listen back in, like, episode two or one, I think it was the first one, we talk about this. It's because they've both got Meg Ryan in. <laughs> it's, yeah, and one of them I've definitely seen. Because it's Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks, isn't it? Yeah. Both of them. Both. Yeah, and one of them I know I've seen, which is I think you've got mail, but Sleepers in Seattle I haven't seen still. It's good. You've seen When Harry Met Sally, though, right? Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. Okay, that good. I have definitely seen. We can stay friends. <laughs> I've seen that a few. That I have definitely seen. The other, t- yeah, the other, yeah. You've got mail. I've seen. Yeah. Well, we can watch Sleepers in Seattle and Serendipity. Have you seen that? I don't remember. What's the plot for this one? um they like meet but like miss each other basically they meet and then they're like they leave it up to fate if they're going to meet again and he writes his number in a book or she writes her number in a book either way around and the other person writes it on a on a note and they're like if this book comes back to you or this note comes back to you then you can call me and we're meant to be together and then, like, it happens. Oh, my God, it's so good. It's so good. Obviously, it's really, oh, really, really far-fetched, but it's great. I love it. That's the whole point of these, like, romance genres, though, right? Like, it's always something... I, I read uh, fl- Fight or Flight, something like that, and they meet at an airport, and he's taken oh. the last seat, and he's, like, not supposed to be likeable, and then, obviously, they meet again fate brings them together some way I think at a restaurant or something I can't remember exactly what um and they keep fighting and then they're in this fake relationship well they no they're not in a fake relationship but yeah it's exactly that it's it's the oh we met we didn't like each other oh we met again then he helped me out now we're seeing each other but he's you know got a flaw and then we get over his flaw and we live happily ever after cute or her flaw his or both of them I mean these 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 aren't for without like some sort of bumps in the road so like in the flat share Tiffy has so Rich not Richie Leon has an ex-partner Leon has a partner who becomes an ex and then Tiffy has an ex-partner who is problematic because he goes throughout the whole book gaslighting her um, Mm, a lot and he is emotionally abusive and it, it, it takes her I think she actually needs to be separated from him to realize exactly what it is that he put her through because I know that I think that maybe her friends do tell her that this isn't mm. correct or this isn't right but she doesn't quite realize it and then I don't know if they ever go back to it or not or if they ever readdress it but in the book he ends he's always in places that she doesn't expect him to be yeah well oh, she goes that- to therapy doesn't she because she realizes like that she's a bit messed up by it and yeah. she goes to therapy which is great because um, she has like flashbacks doesn't she to certain things or certain uh incidences that happen with him and like yeah. at the beginning like you said like she was living with him they'd broken up he let her stay there let her um and then yeah, to control her to control her yeah and then she actually finally does something about it because it we get there's this understanding that they break up, they go through this, he gets back together with her and then they have a a period of time where it's fine and then he breaks up with her again and meets somebody else. And this time he says to to Tiffy, I'm serious, I'm breaking up with you, you need to pay me rent or move out. And so she does and because she gets out on her own, he realises actually he has less control over her, Uh, he isn't able to assert or be manipulative in the way that in the ways that he has been and like you said when he goes to when she goes to therapy and stuff she starts to realize that this whole entire time he's been gaslighting her he's been emotionally abusing her he pays martin who is someone that she works with for information to be able to show up at events that she's at 
Um, and mess up her career. And mess up her career, yeah. really big event with her um, author that she's working on, isn't she? And then, mm-hmm. yeah. He shows yeah. up at the castle when they do that shoot and Leon's supposed to be a model. He shows mm-hmm. up at that party, so like a restaurant party or something like that. Oh, and then, yeah, with Catherine on the yacht, on the boat, and he proposes but to her. But also the the big event, the book launch. Yeah, the, the that's book it. Launch? It's on the boat. It's on the, was that on the boat? I think it, she part... turns up on the boat and then also at the book launch at the end. That's when, that's at the, at the end, I think. But yeah, basically, that's, he keeps that's, popping that's... up. He keeps up, and that's at the big launches when he proposes to her, like. But he does it on oh, stage, yeah. and he yeah. says, "Will you marry me?" And then she doesn't react, and then he goes, "She said yes," and she's just like, "What?" Oh my god, yeah! Because it was streaming on that Instagrammers. They yes. got some like really oh, big Instagram god. person oh. on on there, and it was a live stream, and so all of her friends had seen it via the live stream, but she actually hadn't said anything. It's just that the continuous gaslighting of Tiffy it's giving me goosebumps because it's hot like it's just horrible and you can actually see that happening like that happens to people and it's oh it's oh it's horrible what a horrible man (laughs) I know he's a fictional character but like I am sure there are people like him (laughs) but that's what made the Richie getting rid of him at the end so great because it was like yeah finally getting rid of I think doesn't he say I'm gonna press charges or something like that all right whatever yeah whatever hun leave yeah sure yeah I think a criticism of the book is that Tiffy then has Leon to and that's how she heals but I don't agree with that because she does go to therapy and she does like realize the issues and addresses them and then I don't I think it only works with Leon because she's addressed the issues I don't think it would work with him if she wasn't aware of what her issues were and what as in the issues caused by um oh my god what's his name what's the ex's name justin justin that's it i don't i think i don't think that the story says she's only fine because she now has another nice boy like i think she's fine because she works through stuff and also then she gets what she deserves and she gets a nice relationship but i don't think that's what heals her do you know what i mean yeah sometimes also you need not you need, but sometimes it takes for someone else to be on the scene to realise exactly what, how things should be. Not saying that, yeah, Leon is the one who healed her either, but sometimes it does take for another set of circumstances to show you exactly what it is that you need or might want. Um, I 100% agree with that. When you're stuck in... Yeah. Sorry, keep interrupting you, go. It's When you're stuck in a relationship like that with Justin, it's probably hard to see the woods through the trees because yeah that's all you know especially um, in an abusive relationship because they don't want you to see the light so yeah. they they manipulate you so you don't like that's what's so hard about it how long was she with him I get the impression it was like all through uni or something like that it was a few years yeah I think it was I'm not sure the details we have to look it up but it, I don't think it was like I think it was fairly long yeah um, also we never really find out what happens to Justin's girlfriend because he's very much like I've got this new girlfriend now and you need to move on Tiffy and it's like alright Justin pipe down but then <laughs> you never hear from her again and then it's just like that's really it's really sick to think that you've just brought this other woman on the scene because you got a little bit bored with Tiffy and you're just trying to I don't know elicit some sort of response reaction. or a yeah. reaction or action to get her to do what you and it's horrible it makes me Oh, it's can so you imagine, and twisted. Like, can you imagine living with your ex? Like, after no, but obviously I know sometimes it can't be avoided for like a short period. But like, it's I get the impression that she's been there for a while. Like, yeah, get yourself out of there, honey. <laughs> it's just because they're in that same cycle, right? So it's like he breaks up yeah. with her, but he lets her stay, so she's just like, oh, but we can get. It 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 makes me think as well, like you know when everyone's talking about covid and the, the rise of like these sorts of incidents in that like you can't yeah. it's a hard thing to es- escape really oh my god um, so hard yeah so hard because how we... yeah it's just yeah no it's really awful it's really awful um and i but... think emotional abuse is really hard to spot sometimes because i think mm-hmm. if it's physical abuse you know that someone's hitting you obviously it's still really 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 hard to get out of 
because it's yeah. you know it's it's a cyclical thing but I, I think sometimes with emotional abuse people it's really hard to recognize it and be like oh is it like is it abuse is it do you know what I mean like it, I think yeah you've got to reconcile with those emotions and those feelings and what's and those facts that that is what's happening yeah um that you are being manipulated or and I think it's quite a hard thing to like be like to accept sometimes for people to be like oh actually Mm -hmm. that did happen to me and it's not my fault like it's their fault and I've seen some good stuff recently like some good articles and stuff about it and like how to spot it and like what the signs are and stuff so I think there's more and more like help for people and like um, yeah I'm I'm glad people are having those conversations because like I said because of the year that everyone's had like those instances are they're on the increase people have had a harder time to escape their situations and so it is for as we have been all trying to look out for one another to these are the signs to maybe look out for someone even if they're not able to do it themselves right now I think maybe we'll put some like links in the description maybe um if you like if you feel like you need some help I think that would be good um you can do that for sure I don't I don't want to say them off the top of my head but we'll put it in the description if you need to talk to someone um but yeah but yeah yeah, it was yeah it gave some stuff sorry I was gonna say that gave some extra substance to what it was and then there was also the really cute love story with them Mr Pryor and oh yeah and Johnny White which was like a cute subplot to this lots of subplots in this book but Leon is a palliative nurse which is basically like end of care. Um, yeah. And he reunites Mr. Pryor with his long lost love from oh, a war. I don't know which war it. it was. Was it a war? Were they war veterans or something? Yeah, they were, They fought. They were in the army or something together, weren't they? And yeah. Then... Fell out of oh. touch and society because uh, it didn't allow for them to be who they were with each other. So it was a really nice plot point because then they go down to Brighton and that's when they have their... They don't hook up in Brighton, do they? No, don't... Well, she, she probably locked herself out. Yeah, she <laughs> that's does. That's so me. I could definitely see that happening to me. Like, going <laughs> on a date and getting myself knocked out or something. It's just like the kind of thing that would happen to Tiffy. She's just so accidental and a bit of a, like... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm I actually, when I was... When I was in Soho with Tom, I fell over in the toilet. I came back and I was like, I've just fallen over. So I really hurt my knee. And he was like, for God's sake, what's wrong with you? I was like, I'm sorry, I'm just really accident prone. <laughs> That's it. Tiffy's very accident prone, I feel. She yeah. just strikes me as that person. My mum's like, I think all your friends should get first aid trained before they hang out with you, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're God. on hand for when you like fall over yeah <laughs> pop your head oh, walk into a lamppost I don't know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just... that. I knew someone who did but was it I know I have I actually have I have walked into a lamppost yeah <laughs> see guys it's more common than you think oh I just fall over quite oh, a lot like I don't know last time on yeah, one of the episodes did. where Kath walked into a glass door and if you haven't listened to that I suggest you go back and... <laughs> <laughs> oh god I mean, even though there like, were like you know... three dots on the door to tell you that it was a glass door she still walked into it yeah I think the team was like Kath you know there's like dots on the door so that people don't do that right <laughs> <laughs> oh god so basically, I am Tiffy, Tiffy as I. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I love the book so much. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I guess. Okay, so like, what would you rate it on Goodreads? So on Goodreads, when I read it at the time, I mean, I gave it a five. And I it would have been a four all the way up until... I think it, in the epilogue there was a part with Mo and Gertie where they was they'd given Leon his blessing, their blessing, 
to propose to Tiffy, which I thought was such a big thing because they had such a hard time with Tiffy and Justin and Tiffy realising her worth and her her value as a person when she was with him and Gertie is very much like she's like a ball ball breaker do you know what I mean she doesn't stand Mm. for shit and I think she found that really hard with Tiffy when she was in the relationship with Justin so I think the biggest the biggest compliment that Leon could have got was their blessing and that's what gave it a five for me I feel I feel like the and I said this to you, the pacing was a bit off for me at some point. I don't know mm. if the letters had gone on too long or once they'd met that the story had gone on too long or the pace, the pacing was a bit off, but just as a story in this genre, um, I just, I just really liked it. And yeah. I, yeah. And that's why I gave it a five. Pork you, pork you. Pork It's what I was saying. It's what? It's what? yeah I gave it a five I think I love it I think it's such a good book and it's one of those books you know when you finish a book and you just like hug the book and you're like oh yes so good um <laughs> you finish the book and then message me it's like you have to read this book <laughs> oh do you know what i might do this afternoon is read the road trip oh what time is it yeah Yeah, i've got like four hours before i go out so i might get going on it so next episode guys i'll tell you what i think of the road trip oh yes i can i borrow your copy yeah, of course if not, I'm literally gonna wait till paperback. I cannot. I'm literally on a book buying ban. It has yeah, to. No. I just the had to buy has this. To end. My friend. So I caught up with my friend the other day, and she is reading it at the moment. She she really likes it so far. So I'll let you know. Okay. But, but did she say see... in context? So did she say in context of the three books how much she's enjoying it so far? So she definitely liked the flat shirt. So she's not far enough into it. I don't think. Right. Okay. But I th- I think. Yeah, she lo- like the flat chair is her favorite. Obviously, it's everyone's favorite. Like the, so the switch is still good, but it's not as good as the flat chair, is it? Um, yeah. So I reckon the road trip will probably be on a similar, similar line to the the switch. I think, but I'll let you know, guys. I'll let you know. Um, but next time I oh, see yeah, you, Ellie, I want the girl with the louding voice, please. Oh yes, yes. Okay, yeah. I forgot because I forgot to give it to you, and you gave me like a whole stack, which I'm looking forward <laughs> to getting through. I just want to say that I really love the girl with the louding voice, and I read that as part of a book club for the Bookish Babe, not to confuse us with us, as in Bookish podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bookish Babe, Pina Bryan. She had Abby Dare join the book club. Um, it was all online. It was back in January, and it was just so fantastic there are things that are a bit of a stretch but I think you can overlook that for the fact that I felt so empowered I think there was just something that was like sort of like wild up within me to go you know what yes yes you were just behind this like protagonist the whole way through you were just like go on girl you can do this and then it leaves you with the sense of finding your own voice in that and I just I really I really would say go read it guys because of the books I've read this year it's like my favorite I think yeah I mean I'm really 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 excited to read it so I shall share because I finally read The Vanishing Half guys and I think we might do an episode on it I'm not going to promise but I think we are um and I loved it I loved it and I wish I'd read it bloody ages ago <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah I I loved it I think on our Instagram if you want following us on socials we are bookish pod um but we I said that of 2020 of the books that I'd read that was my favorite that and Daisy Jones and the Six and I just think The Vanishing Half is brilliant it's my favorite book i've read so far this year yeah so it's a really brilliant book yeah so shout out to brit bennett there you go some little recommendations for you guys (laughs) (laughs) and yeah i think i think you're right it might be one of the next books that we do guys so if you like what you listen to if you want to read along with us um then i suggest you you get that in your get those yeah. two in your next in your next reads because they might possibly be the next ones yeah awesome 
All right, well, enjoy your Eurovision party. With your I think Italy is supposed to be the the favorite. Italy and someone okay. else. So what I'll, time? We'll it goes back. on for ages, doesn't it? So like maybe I'll hours. maybe I'll put it on when I get back from dinner. It'll be the best thing you do. Yeah, have a glass of wine. Watch Eurovision. Watch Eurovision. My You're hangover's gone, in... so it's all, all you need to do. Talk about a good book. Exactly. I'm like, I'm feeling alive. It's because I have my Aid, Guys, actually, you know, we did a few like life tips with Gaffanel <laughs> in previous <laughs> episodes. The best life tip I can give you is a cold Aid sport on a hangover. It, it revised it. Like, honestly, it is the only thing to do when you're hungover. It, you will feel better immediately afterwards. So my, my drink of choice is a Powerade, but there is science behind it. It's got like, it's the what? same kind of thing, yeah. Like a, I, an electrolyte, right? And, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I swear by it. Like I'm completely fine, completely fine. And I had quite a few margaritas last night, so <laughs> love a margarita. I just just give me a McDonald's breakfast or some sort of breakfast that includes eggs and some sort yeah. of Powerade or Lucasade Sport, and I'm fine. And then we're good to go. Oh, yeah. full English. Oh. I had a little veggie full English this morning, actually, not going to oh, lie, I had some halloumi. Yeah. yeah, a veggie full English, oh. You know what I might do? I might go up to Epping Forest, go up to um, Butler's Retreat mm-hmm. and have one of their veggie breakfasts. Their veggie breakfast at the Butler's Retreat, and if anyone knows what I'm talking about, because I'm not going to bait up where I live, <laughs> but that's that's bait enough as it is. You can Google it if you like. I'm going to Google they it. They do it. Amazing, amazing breakfasts. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I want to come. So there Let's you go. Let's do it. Let's do it. We can go have a walk around Cornwall. Yeah, Water. that would be really nice, actually. Okay, yeah. plan. We get us breakfast and go for some walks. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. All right, honey, I'll speak to you soon. Bye, guys. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. And that's the app. If you liked the episode, please leave us a lovely review, subscribe and share with your friends and we'll love you forever. (laughs) Follow us on socials at Pod. Thanks for listening.